0: Welcome to the Lifestyle PT Wellness Spotlight. Our goal is to connect you with local businesses and to assist you in living your best life. Now introducing your host, Dr. Karen Schuler. Hello, I want to welcome everybody to our conversation today. Today we are speaking with Sarah Edge, who is our new physical therapist assistant at Lifestyle Physical Therapy. And Sarah has an interesting story about how she... Um, was interested in becoming a physical therapist assistant, but then she's also now using a service dog to help her with detecting migraines. And her name is Luna, who has also joined our team. So that is what we're going to be discussing today. Sarah, we're so glad to have you. Welcome to the show. Yes, thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Well, I'm excited about this topic today. I know I always say that I'm excited about all topics, but, um, but this is really unique and interesting. You know, when you and I started talking about working at Lifestyle Physical Therapy and that you have a service dog that helps you with detecting migraines, Um, I did not even know that that was possible. So I'm just really excited to hear your story today, but also to to get the word out to others that this can be a tool for them as well if they're suffering from migraines. Uh, But let's just start off with, you know, tell people a little bit about yourself, how you became interested in becoming a physical therapist assistant and what your path has been.
1: Um, So my first interest was kind of through. I was a dancer and like every other physical therapist, they have like a background of sports or something like that. I had an injury with my knees, um, so I came to lifestyle physical therapy for my treatment and I just loved my therapist so much, I guess it just carried over that I wanted to keep doing
0: it. That's great. We love. I mean, you're probably the first one that we've taken from patient, you know, all the way <laughs> all the way through. Aid. Yeah, <laughs> we've had some that were aides, and you also became our aide. So, yeah. uh, very excited that your physical therapist could uh, have that kind of impact on you, which I believe was Megan. Is that right? Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, um, so now you're you were a physical therapy aide with us. Now you're a physical therapist assistant. Um. Tell us, but you found yourself kind of experiencing migraines. Uh, Was that during physical therapist assistant school, or was that after? It
1: was before and after and during. It was all throughout, but it's just slowly gotten more and more frequent. To say so, even when I was working here as a aide, I would have them every so often, like maybe once a month, a little bit more than that, depending on class stress or whatever it was and then going into college happened a little bit more especially during tests and then it's become almost every day now
0: wow so you're experiencing migraines daily yeah so how does that affect your quality of life
1: um it makes it hard to like plan doing things with friends or doing events working even trying to figure out okay am i going to be able to work through the day and not feel like i'm so exhausted i can't do anything and um feeling nauseous also is a problem all my light sensitivity that's an issue if there's too much light coming in then i have to like hide in a corner where it's darker but it makes it a little bit difficult to live a normal life
0: But now if you get your medication, you're able to then function with less severe symptoms or does it, do they go away?
1: Yeah. If I take my medicine, especially early on, then it'll usually kick in enough that I feel fairly normal. It may be like a little tingle in my head of something's going on, but if I take it later than I should, it may still be there, but not as bad as it would have been.
0: Okay. So this is something that really, you know, can be very stressful when looking at becoming independent and starting in the workforce, that this is something that you're dealing with every day. Yeah. So I guess, tell us, I I know your solution, you know, that you have right now has been to go to, you know, your service dog, Luna. Tell us how you, you know, came about you know becoming interested in having a service dog and just learning more about that
1: um it kind of started off I had adopted her whatever and I had plans of maybe making her a therapy dog because I wasn't at the point of needing a service dog quite yet it was in the back of my mind but not I didn't think it was accessible to me um watching more and more YouTube videos and seeing um Other service dog handlers with their dogs. I kind of understood more and more that this was available to me. Um, So I ended up switching over kind of taking what I learned off YouTube and from reading like all the ADA laws and stuff uh, about what I could do with her and if she
0: would qualify or not. Okay so I guess tell us a little bit more about Luna and what she is able to do for you.
1: Um, so Luna is able to kind of scent detect my migraines because there's a chemical change that happens in the brain when it happens and she can kind of smell it throughout. Um, she started learning that through me taking scent samples, um, and her sniffing them and practicing like, yes, this is what a migraine smells like for me. Um, if I do have a migraine, she has other stuff she can do. She can grab my medicine bag for me if I'm like I can't move from my bed which has happened a few times um she knows how to turn off the lights and shut the door for me which is just a yeah. neat trick anyway she uses it to her advantage sometimes of closing the door on me though um, <laughs> <laughs> she also is starting to learn some of the uh, like deep pressure therapy uh to kind of help Calm me down a little bit more too, as well, with like anxiety. If I'm getting stressed out in a situation of I'm going to have a migraine, oh my goodness, she can kind of bring me down a little bit more as well. So, those are some of the things she knows right now, at least.
0: And how long have you been training her?
1: I've been training her pretty much since I got her to be up to therapy dog standards. Um, As far as service dog training, I've done it for about a year.
0: Okay. So this is something that does take time.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. The scent training, especially with like migraine scents is probably one of the hardest ones for dogs to pick up on compared to like a high heart rate alert or um, trying to think of some of the other ones like diabetes alert, blood sugar going up or down. Those sorts of things are a little bit easier for dogs to
0: pick up on. And that's more of, you know, what I've heard is that if somebody's diabetic, it can, you know, pick up on if your blood sugar is dropping, or I guess it's going too um, and also with PTSD, you know, if, if you're Mm -hmm. about to have uh, an episode or a panic attack or something along those lines. Um, but so you're able to cross train her in all of these things. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. I would think that I was thinking that it was just very specific to one thing, um, but that's exciting that she can also help with calming you down. So that, do you find that the, the calming actually helps to keep your migraines from being triggered and getting worse?
1: I think it helps them from like going way over. Um, doesn't necessarily like keep them from coming or knock them down. It just keeps them from elevating more if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, it does. You know, it keeps it from getting worse basically, yeah. but it doesn't stop the migraine. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about how you interact with, you know, does Luna have to be with you in order for this to work?
1: So yeah, she has to like smell my breath pretty much. Cause that's where the scent sample comes from. Um, and then she'll give me a little nudge on the leg, a little boop, as I like to call it, which sometimes she gets a little mean with it. And she tries to almost push me over, but yeah, that's what she usually does. She'll rub her face kind of up against my leg, be like, Hey, let's, let's get you some medicine in you.
0: So I guess if you're not listening, then it gets more aggressive. Yeah.
1: Yep, a little bit more <laughs> sassy, a little bark to it as well.
0: So how does that work during the day? I mean, how often do you have to let her smell your breath?
1: Um, I try and do it like if I'm at work between patients or if I start to think like, okay, I'm feeling a little bit foggy. My vision's starting to go. um, I have her check just to make sure and then have her just so she has the opportunity to learn like, yeah, she's having a migraine as well. So it's both the learning and her
0: knowing. So are you like if you're not showing symptoms, are you just going and blowing in her face so many times a day?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. We'll just sit there and be like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> are we doing this? <laughs> you're fine. Stop it.
0: What have you has she detected something yet where you weren't experiencing any any symptoms?
1: Not quite that far in advance, but um, she has done it when I was. I wasn't sure if I was having one yet. I was waiting in line at the fabric store uh, and she booped my leg and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I took my medicine and I did have a little bit happening, but I know that it definitely would have been worse if she hadn't have given me the little boop.
0: That's really neat. So so basically if she detects it, then you take your medicine. Yep. But if she doesn't detect it, then you know, you don't have to take anything. Carry on. Yeah. So what's what's the advantage, you know, because someone might think, well, instead of me going to the expense of a dog, I'll just take my medicine every day. Um, what's the advantage to having Luna detect it versus just taking medicine every day?
1: If she gets up to the point where she can detect it way in advance, because I've heard from some individuals that their dog can tell like hours in advance before they even can tell themselves. So if that happens, you get your medicine in and you don't have to worry as much about any of the symptoms or you can get yourself somewhere safe where or call, get somebody to pick you up, do whatever you need to do, make Mm. sure you're safe, everybody around you is safe. So especially with driving, that's when I tend to worry is when my vision gets really bad of should I drive? Do I need to call my dad up and ask him to come pick me up? So that's
0: what she'll help with a lot. Okay. Those are all really good uh, points that I think a lot of people who don't experience migraines maybe don't understand, you know, that you could wind up in an unsafe uh, situation.
1: Yeah, Um, definitely.
0: And then you were talking about how she can, so if you do get to a point where you're debilitated, then she can go get your medicine for you. Yep. And if you reach that point where you're in the bed and you're, you know, you can't get up, does your medicine help?
1: It helps some, I won't say it helps a ton at that point, especially if I haven't taken it soon enough, it makes it slightly more tolerable, but that's about all it will do at that point. I just kind of have to try all my different remedies I have to see if I can knock it down enough to make it out of bed.
0: Okay. So with her and her helping you, because I'm sure when you're working in your brain somewhere else, you're not thinking, Am I gonna have a migraine? You know. Yeah. Um, so she can help you with that so that you're not reaching those points where you're so yep. debilitated. Yeah. Now, does the medicine affect you?
1: It does. Um, I've had to circulate through a bunch of different ones because of different side effects. Um, some of them make me feel like I need to take a nap right that second. Mm -hmm. And I feel so fatigued, which kind of defeats the purpose of taking a medicine. To me, at least I want to be functional. Um, other ones I've had, uh, like a tingling sensation in my toes and I just could not handle that. So I had to switch again. And it's a lot of, it's a big process to try and figure out the medicines even on their own.
0: So in order to be functional, you know, dealing with debilitating migraines, you've not only you've had to figure out your medicine and then now you're training Luna and uh, Luna is a part of that process so that you yeah. can be safe and have quality of life and, and be functional. Yeah. Okay. Well, kudos to you, you know, and, and, and that's definitely as we say at Lifestyle Physical Therapy, you never give up, and yeah. um, and that's more why I wanted us to have this conversation to show others that if you are experiencing debilitating migraines, there are things that you can do so that you can be functional and live life. Yeah, and I know Luna's already become a part of the team. Everybody loves having her around. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She is so very sweet. So if you come into lifestyle physical therapy, you will uh, be around Luna. And if you choose, she will interact with you. But if you are allergic, let us know. We do have parameters set up to keep you separate, but she is a short-haired dog. So thankfully she doesn't shed a lot. Um.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I make sure to vacuum it all up the day after she's been here.
0: (laughs) But she is she is very sweet and and we have what I love is when you're in the office and uh, the therapists come in and say we have a Luna request. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I've even gotten presents dropped off for her and people asking where she is when I'm not here so yeah. <laughs> she's becoming more famous than any of us
0: unfortunately that's right I was gonna say I think in the end she'll be the reason that most people are coming in yeah <laughs> but you know doing therapy I mean for the most part I like to think that we calm people's anxieties but you know it can bring some anxiety so having her around I'm sure helps yeah. to calm some people's anxiety and bring some comfort you know to them. Definitely. Well, we're we're excited to have her. I got to figure out a little uniform or something for her.
1: <laughs> we'll work on a bandana for her.
0: I'll I'll figure one out. <laughs> there you go. We'll we'll get a little lifestyle bandana <laughs> for her. That'll be something we can work on. That'll be good. Well, Sarah, welcome to the team. Uh, Thank you for coming on today because I do think that there's others who can really, you know, benefit from what you're doing. And um, again, my hat's off to you for figuring this out and, you know, just finding a way to be functional but i know you like to help others and so just this information will help others but you're demonstrating what we're trying to accomplish at lifestyle which is that you never give up and there are ways to live life and live life functionally even if things aren't totally working out the way you want them to yes Well, thank you for joining us. Um, Guys, thank you for listening. And until next time, we hope that you stay safe and be blessed and have a great day. Thank you for joining us today. And we hope you enjoyed this podcast. Make sure to like us on Facebook at Lifestyle Physical Therapy LLC and on Instagram and Twitter at Lifestyle PT2. Until next time, stay connected and be well.